0: Okay, black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking at black on black is black. rims on these black wheels in this black black with this black so black on black on black on black on black 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 on black black my thoughts so black 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 on black my skin is so black I'm rocking on black everything is black rims on these black wheels this black black with this black on black on black on black on
1: black on What's up, what's up, you guys? It's the Black Show. You already know you have here Queen Poetry.
2: You got your boy, Don Rico Styles,
1: And today we have a guest panelist. Uh, Jay Bonnie Santana is not here because that is her business, so mind yours. Uh, our guest panelist's name is Music Child.
0: Hello, hello.
2: And today we also have a special where we are actually interviewing an activist of the community. Um, This man, he holds so many great titles on his shoulders and he continues to push further and further on an everyday basis to continue to be the best person that he needs to be. And without further ado, you know, introduction, I don't even want to introduce him because I don't want to take that privilege to take away from him. So would you introduce yourself?
3: well good afternoon everyone my name is t or troy um and i'm happy to be here with you guys do i need to go further and say who exactly i am or what it is oh you you can go
2: yeah yes definitely let us know who you are let us know some of the things that you are interested in and that you are into and you know
3: all right so currently um i own a company so i own several companies first company that I own is called Getting In Tune Life Coaching Services, where we basically just help you get your life in order. Um, I am not a person that um, tries to dictate um, to people what they need to do, but what I try to do is get you to understand it for yourself. Mental health is very important to me, so I like to work with people just um, on that basis alone. I also am a single father um, of a special needs child. She's twelve years old, so that company also um, is a nonprofit organization called Taylor Cares, um, Incorporated, and basically we advocate with parents, and children that have special needs, children to get the um, services that they uh, need and desire.
0: That oh, is
2: wow. music. You need to uh, connect with him for the life coach.
3: I i also Definitely. happen to be um a youth a youth minister in my church so i am also a minister of the gospel um as well
2: that,
1: okay that
2: is that is amazing well you know um just to for me to just you know go a little elaborate more um you know troy is happened to be my cousin um you know he's helped me out a lot from when my daughter was born he just Oh, man, dumped so much baby clothes on me and everything, which was so helpful. Um,
1: well, hello there, cousin. <laughs> you.
2: And, um, you know, he's he's been uh, in the family life for a very, very long time. And also, he works close with me um, on my Facebook men's mental health awareness page, uh, where we try to, you know, every morning or some mornings, we try to put out as much positive quotes um, that we possibly can. And also it's like a platform for us to reach out to people who think that their last choice is suicide. Um, we give them that second option of having them be able to be comfortable and knowing that they can be comfortable enough to with someone who has either been in that position, who knows what what it feels like to be there and who has so many different ways or can help get you out of that, um, that funk that you are actually in. And um, Troy, let me, I just want to ask you, Troy, for my Mm -hmm. first question that I want to start off. um, How is it that you are able to find balance out of your everyday life, being a father, a youth minister, being a life coach, and running different nonprofit organizations, as well as your personal time being, uh, well, I said that, your personal time being a father?
3: So basically for me, it's not very easy, but um, I'm a natural introvert, so I don't need to run the road. When I was younger, the street life was my life. But now that I'm older, I'm over 40 now, I'm like, well, you know, I don't need to be in the street. I'm more like, you know, it costs money to be in the street, so let me watch these coins, you know. But the reality is is that um, we um, make time for what we want to make time for. We make time, if we don't want to text somebody, we won't text them. If we don't, you know, want to talk to somebody, we avoid their phone calls. So we make time for what we want. They say that um, you find a job that you love, you'll never work a day in your life. So the reality for me is I work from home. I operate all of my businesses from businesses from home. You know, um, I actually do work for another company. But the reality is that I'm able to do everything at one time. So my computer is on several screens. Um, I'm doing several different things right now, especially during the pandemic. I have opened my services up uh, with Getting In Tune to um, give people the need or the urge um, that need to speak. There are people that are really going crazy right now with what's going on in the world. And as a result of that, I've opened Mm -hmm. my services up to talk to people for free. Now, that may not be the most brightest thing to do. However... Um, sometimes you got to think outside of the box. I needed help. Somebody helps me. Someone else needs help, so let me return the favor. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to being a single parent, everything really just includes balance. I have just my daughter. So the reality is is that I don't have multiple children that requires multiple attention. I can give her a book. I'm in my office. She's in the chair in my office. She's fiddling, and I'm doing what I need to do. So I'm able to get everything that needs to be done done, but basically it just I have a vision board in front of my desk uh, or um, I guess um, where I put notes to myself, where I prioritize things, where I say this needs to be done, this needs to be done, that has to be done, Um, this can be done. And, you know, I prioritize, I prioritize things that
2: way. And Just for some viewers real quick, um, where is it that we can, you know, just, just for this time sake, we're going to mention it again after, but, you know, where is it that we can look up some of your information and stuff?
3: So everything. Where can
1: everything,
3: we find you? Everything is on Facebook. Um, Getting in tune life coaching is on Facebook. Um, Taylor Cares also is on Facebook. You can get um, Getting in Tune um, on Instagram also at um, Getting in Tune and and Taylor Cares also at uh, Taylor Cares. Uh, I think I believe it's Taylor Cares Inc. on Instagram.
1: Okay. 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 So I have a question.
3: I might have an answer. But
1: my my question is a little deep. Okay. With all the scrutiny in society, how do you push through daily to still be the best father, like youth minister, life coach, activist, you know, the man of many titles that you are?
3: Um, I put God first in everything that I do. I remember um, that the scripture declares that God does all things well. So I'm only able to do what it is that I do based on the power coming from him. Because if it were not for him, then I would not be here, amen? So, and it's Sunday, so I might put on my preaching voice. Um, but okay, <laughs> right, the, the reality is, is that everything that I do, you know, is basically and definitely done through Um, through and for the will of God. Everything has to be done and God has to get the glory from it because if it wasn't for him, you know, I wouldn't be able to be the person that I am. I wouldn't be the man that I am. I wouldn't be the father that I am. I wouldn't be the the life coach or the minister. I would not be the friend. And to, you know, even make it even more so, I wouldn't be the inspiration because there are people that are inspired (laughs) by everything that I do.
1: Okay, okay. Okay. As long as you make sure you keep yourself positive through all of it, don't let never let nobody tell you different. I like the fact that you are unbothered by it all. Completely. Completely. <laughs> that's what we're talking about.
2: That's that's crazy. That's deep. I mean, um, that's that's good. I mean, music. <laughs> do we have anything?
1: Yeah, I do. I actually have a question for you. Um it's also kind of deep. Um, as an openly gay okay. successful male, what advice would you be able to give to our LGBTQ youth who feel like they won't be able to be accepted
0: because um, of who they
1: are?
3: Ooh,
1: okay.
3: Yes. So we, 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 we went deep deep. Um, <laughs> wow. We went under the cover. So Um, basically what I will say is, um, my sexuality is just that is my sexuality is my business. Um, and so I, Mm -hmm. um, I am not, um, under down low or under the ground or whatever they call it. Um, I live my life without apologies. So I encourage everyone that has a particular lifestyle, be it you're gay, you're lesbian, you're questioning, you want to sleep with clowns, horses, whatever you do, I encourage that you do it without a <laughs> If you, you have to be the best person that you can be. And so right. with that being said, it, it doesn't matter what anybody else has to say. My grandmother used to tell me um, you know, it's not what people call you, it's what you answer to. And as long as a person doesn't have to feed and close you, oh. what they say doesn't matter. It's really none of your business. So people okay. you know, have has made comments, they've made decisions, they've made choices, you know. Society kicks butt when it comes to certain things, but the reality is that society is the the reason why we have the problems that we have. If people would mind their own business and focus on their own issues, they wouldn't have time to focus on what somebody else's lifestyle is. The reality is if my child comes to me and says, dad, I like women because she's a girl child, or if my son comes to me and says, dad, I like guys because he's a boy child, who is it? Far be it from me to be like, oh, I don't think that it's appropriate for you to like that. I don't think it's appropriate for you to do that because that wasn't done for me. When I came out to my grandmother, my grandmother said, I was waiting for you to tell me.
2: Aunt Rose, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so, you know, we have to look at things the way that we don't want people in our business, but we're very quick to get in someone else's business. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. the initiative that I mm-hmm. have, the initiative that I'd like to start, the initiative that I'd like to move forward with is mind your own damn business. If you mind nice. anybody <laughs> okay. else's, then the reality is that we won't have any problems in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm not affected by society. Right. Society doesn't write my paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I start, no, when, that's I, when I leave the house that I own and get in the car that I own, society does not ride with me. So mm-hmm. it's a little different now because. Um, society has really bullied the babies. The babies, and it, and it hurts me. It hurts me from my heart to see a 13-year-old child commit suicide because they were bullied for their sexuality. It hurts me to my heart to hear that, you know, a parent can't support their child's decision to want to become yes. whatever they feel because society is jumping on them. It hurts yes. my heart to know that we just can't live and let go.
1: That's right. I have a gay brother, and I swear he's like—I wouldn't ask for him to be any other way. Like I love him just the way he is, and my family accepts him just the way he is. Because
3: one of the best things in the world is to have a gay best friend, because they'll never let you. That's right.
2: That's right. I have a couple of, you know, our family, um, you know, uh, has a lot of independent thinking individuals i would say um you know because i really don't know how to put it but um as as we all know you know within the Rose, the allen family and all of us you know we all have our own mindset and independent thinking of not really caring what anyone really has to say much about you know, what we decide that we want to do or how we decide we, you know, we want to be, you know, as we just basically brought out, you know, you are openly gay, successful man with many titles on, you know, his belt. Um, One of my main questions, but you kind of really, you know, answered it a little bit. Um, The question that I basically had and I wanted to know, um, you know, because I stopped going to church. I haven't been in church in years, but um, how is it, or, or okay, basically because of the fact the no matter that you are an open gay minister, how did the church take that? What type of backlash did they give to you and how did you go about settling the differences?
3: So we're in the church that I am in now um, because I've relocated from New York to Georgia, um, it's pretty something that's not dis- pretty much something that's not discussed. Um, you know, I live my life, they know Taylor um, and that's that um, I don't discuss my personal, um, business because in my opinion, my personal life and my church life although it's one and the same, it's different because right. I try to separate my life from the Christian and the church folk. See the Christian doesn't care, the Chris- Christians mm-hmm. don't care about your lifestyle, church folks do mm-hmm. um, because they're going to church for the wrong reasons um, Right now I'm more, imp- I'm more focused on teaching mental health in the church, because people don't realize that it's okay to have jesus and and a therapist um so right. we are going to church for the wrong reasons, and as a result of that, people are suffering in silence now when I there, church
1: for healing. right
3: now when I was in church in New York, um I was in a church um where my pastor did know that um
1: Sorry, the police are she knew
3: that she did know that i was um that I was gay she did know that I married a man and um she was okay with it um it was something that was known but just not spoken of but they knew um and it wasn't really much of an issue um at that particular moment um did i feel like i received some backlash as a result yes um did i feel like i was um publicized as for lack of better words yes um but um i was able to overcome it because my love for Jesus is more than what anybody has to say. Um, Mm. You know, she said, Mm -hmm. you know, to the church, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. Um, We're going to accept him and his family here. And if anybody has a problem with it, they need to see me. I'm more like the person that you know, you got a problem. Meet me in the parking lot because (laughs) you know, let's go. My best friend would be like, "Well, Troy, you know, you gotta take them, you gotta take them to the um to the stop sign. You can't take them to the to the parking lot. You can't beat them up on the church ground." But then I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, what you have to say about me is none of my business. I don't care. That's
2: that right. would have been a holy whipping, though. You know, not
3: necessarily. i you beat the god out of cause them. I, Cause I could be a little, little, I could be a little egg." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take it off the topic of your sexuality because that is not all there is to you. Right. So, what is it like being the father of a special needs child?
3: It is freaking amazing. I consider my daughter because she's autistic. She she's she's a she's my superhero. So the reality is is that I don't try to make my daughter see things my way. I try to see things her way. I want to see things the way that she... Mm-hmm. I, it's, okay, and, and just to break it down, what I... I don't want her to be a part of my world, but I want to be a part of hers. Because children, adults, anybody that's diagnosed with autism, or that's autistic on any level of the spectrum, they have an ability that's phenomenal. They may not process things the way that we do, but they see things differently. My daughter does not. Meet, my daughter does mm-hmm. not meet an enemy. My daughter does not meet a stranger anywhere that we go. It's like we we go places and we'll be in a supermarket and I'll be unloading the the groceries off of the you know onto the belt, and she'll say to the cashier, "What's your name?" And the cashier will answer and she'll say, well, what's your last name? And I'm looking at her like, well, "If you don't stop talking to these people because I don't want to talk to them. You know, there are just times that you just don't want to talk. You just want to walk. You want to put your sunglasses on and not be seen. Because when I put my sunglasses on, I'm, a, I'm, I'm invisible. So, yep. <laughs> and, you know, so <laughs> when it comes to my daughter, like, you know, she knows when you're hurting, she knows. When you know when you are um not feeling good, you know, but my daughter's saved, so she knows the Lord. So when it comes to certain things and you know she feels like something is not right, she'll come to me and she'll say, I know the blood still works, Daddy. And you know, that makes me feel that makes me oh. so amazing because you know, I know that I'm doing my job as a parent. But I know that I'm doing an even better job as a Christian parent because I'm teaching her and instilling in her the values of Christ as well as her everyday living examples. So, you know, when it comes to my little superhero, I call her my tiny best friend or my broke best friend. Um, <laughs> you know, when we're out in the street, and if you look at my Instagram, you'll see, you know, I'm out, I'm out in these ATL streets with my broke best friend or the usual suspect. You know, because that's my partner. She and I are here alone, so you know we run the street. We do whatever it is that we need to do. But I never make her feel any different than what she is, because she's still an amazing child, and she's my baby. Mm -hmm. That's
1: right.
2: That's all that matters.
1: Mm Amen. That is all that matters. Music, you got anything you want to give? Music, you got anything you want to give, baby? Um, I do want to ask a question about your okay. life coaching experience. Like, um, okay. I've never had a life coach. I definitely want a life okay. coach. I need a life coach.
2: My life is all over. Oh, Lord Jesus.
1: But I did want to ask when it comes mm-hmm. to life coaching, how, like, can you give an example? How does that of, work?
2: The first thing they like, tell you yeah. is get your life. That's not going to be.
3: Um, you know when a person comes to me the first thing and because I was taught by an amazing um, life coach myself um, the first thing that I ask them when they come to me is how can I help you Mm. those that statement that that five those five words mean the most to me with anything and the reason for that is because for you to know that you need a life coach, you know the reason why. That's right. My my job for you basically is to get you to understand what it is that you need. I I, I, I can do my Ayana Van um impression and say, "Beloved, let's talk." But the reality is that we're friends. So, you're coming to me with an issue. You're coming to me with a need. When you leave from me, no matter how many sessions that you sign up for, when you leave from me, you're going to feel accomplished. When you leave from me, you're going to feel a desire to live. When you leave from me, you're going to feel like a family member because when I invite you in via FaceTime, via telephone call, via my office, however I invite you in, you're going to be welcome. I'm going to give you a bottle of water and a tissue mm-hmm. and I'm going to say how can I help you? Hey. Okay. The most important part
1: Well, I'm definitely going to need to sign a bottle, a bottle of wine instead of water though. I
3: don't drink, but if you bring it, you can't.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: You might get, a, I'll you bring might get a bottle of sparkling cider or at least a glass because that's what I drink. But, you know,
1: uh, I'll take that. You
3: bring your own and
2: I'll give you a class. And for some of for, for, for some of uh the viewers that we have, they are artists who go through uh life changing experiences that they have never ever, you know, gotten a chance to speak on or anything like that at all. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are four twenty friendly. Is your office four twenty friendly? Is Oh, well, and, see, and, guys, I'm sorry. Said, Do your 420 before you go. I would,
3: and I said that with judgment, because.
2: <laughs> Speaking of that, yes, that was one of the questions that I actually wanted to ask you outside of the next question that I had for you. Um. Well,
3: what, well, what is that? The fourth?
2: Well, the the next question that I definitely had for you was um, has the corona covid 19 epidemic uh basically how did it affect you positively and how did it affect you negatively well the i don't i don't think
3: that um this the pandemic that's going on right now is i believe is a spiritual pandemic um i believe that this is god trying to get our attention I believe positively it has brought me closer to God. Um, I'm a natural introvert, as I said in the beginning, so I don't have a problem with staying home. So it, it, the negative effect that it had on me is the amount of people that, have, that has lost their lives as a result. I have lost people that um, are close to me. There are people that are very close to me um, that I've lost as a result of the pandemic. However, I believe that God does all things well. So um when you change your mind you change your thinking and when you change your thinking you'll change your future ultimately. So I have to set a mindset that all things work together for them that love the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? And the reality behind that is, is that I'm thankful for every moment. I'm sad for every loss, but I'm thankful for every moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So because that loss
2: could have been you. Right.
3: And so when it comes to when it comes to that aspect of things, you have to have a positive mindset. You know, I teach noonday Bible studies on Wednesday um for my church, and it's done via the phone. And the reality is is that sometimes you have to encourage yourself. So when you deal with situations or circumstances, you have to learn how to get yourself out of them. You understand what I'm saying? So right. one thing that I've taught is I've been teaching um, is for them to change their mind. The Bible says that if you change your mind, by the, if you, you can change your mind by the renewing of your mind. So if you think, if, instead of you taking the negative approach, for things And look at things positively, then maybe the positive aspect of things will brighten your future. So instead of praying, I got up on the wrong side of the bed, I would get back in the bed until I got up on the better side. I'm not going to have a bad day today, but today is going to be a good day. I'm not a sick person trying to get well, but I am a well person fighting sickness. And that those are the things that you if you change your mind with things, you'll look at things differently. So basically the topic of that lesson basically was um how was it it was it was uh, excuse me one second cuz I had a brain freeze. Oh, it's embracing a new normal under temporary circumstances. It doesn't have to be Mm. always, but if you change your mind at how you look at it, then it will turn positive. Again, you're not a sick person trying to get well, but you're a well person fighting sickness. Mm. And let that marinate. Think about that.
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
3: So So there are no bad days because the Bible declares that all things are good. So guess what? You thought, the devil thought that he was going to put a bad day in you, but the reality is that I'm going to have a good day. Today is going to be a good day because I got up this morning. Today is going to be a good day because I have all of the activities of my lens. Today is a good day because there's food on the table. It may not be the food that you want or the food that you desire because I've been dying for a steak, but I haven't gotten it yet, but the reality is that there's still food in the refrigerator so there's food on the table, there's clean clothes for your back, and you still have a roof over your head, no matter where the roof may be.
2: So, basically, long story short, you see no negatives out of any of this. I
3: can't. Because because, because what's the purpose of seeing something negative when something positive is going to come from the outcome?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I got that. everybody
3: may not agree I didn't, with that. And, it, and, and it, i didn't, I didn't look at it
2: like that, but that's that's a that's that's an interesting take to actually look at I, I really didn't look at it like that.
3: but it's all in your mind and it's how you approach it and 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 the reality is, is that you know I'm smart and I'm smart at the mouth, so you know I'm like this if you don't like it write your congressman he don't care, neither do I
2: mhm mhm, okay. Okay
3: but um, I just think that it's very, very important that everyone just remain positive. Nothing, yes. nothing can infiltrate your positivity unless you allow it.
2: And that's right. So
3: that's kind of the reason why, you know, when I got the invitation to this, I took it. Because at first I was just like, I don't want to do that. I'm, who, what? I don't want to talk to people. Like I talk to people every day. And then I thought about it. And I said, these people thought enough about you to ask you to do something. Thought enough about you to want to hear your point of view. Somebody wants to hear you talk. So, talk.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. Exactly.
1: That's right. Thank mm-hmm. you for being here because this is one very very interesting show.
2: Yes. It, and it's, it's just and not this it is like to... th- this show is just not only about the, you know, uh, music entertainment that we normally talk about and stuff like that. This is this is actually a lot more deeper and interesting than, you know, what we've done in the previous shows and you know, I'm I'm really feeling it and I'm really digging this one. But I believe Queen had a a, um, a... question Go
1: for it, Queen. I actually have two more questions, and then it'll be, that's it for my questions. Ask as many as you want. First question is, what is your purpose with everything you're doing? Like, why did you start doing it, and what drives you to keep doing it? So, my
3: purpose for everything that I, that I do, as far as um, the nonprofit, as far as the getting in, getting in tune, Taylor Cares, being a minister, basically, my calling is to help people. I believe that everyone has a purpose and a plan. And when I was in the real, real job force and people worked for me, my per- if I walked up to you and you were standing around, I-, I would ask you what's your purpose and what's your plan. And if you could not give me a purpose and a plan, I dismissed you from the clock to that day because everyone has a purpose and everyone Ooh. has a plan. My 12 year old autistic daughter has a purpose and a plan. Her purpose is to learn, and her plan is to exceed. And that's basically what it is. So, when it comes to everything that I've worked in, everything that I work for, it's basically to help someone else. Is basically to help the need of someone else. To help meet the need of someone else. Spiritual guidance is to give someone else something that they're lacking. Getting in tune is to help someone find something that they're lacking or something that they're missing the reality is is that when it comes to life coaching there are people that really just everybody needs a life coach but there are people that need life coaching there are people that need just to talk to people because they can't talk to other people because they're afraid that their business is going to be um, it goes right on the gossip or the rumor mill as soon as it leaves their mouth and so I can't tell you Queen, you can't come to me, Queen, as a friend or come to me as a cousin and say X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z and not and, and be worried that I'm not gonna tell somebody else what your struggles are. I believe in private struggles and public victories. So my struggles mm-hmm. are all private. You'll never know my my my, my struggles publicly because I believe in private public victories private struggles and public victories
1: okay okay and my second question Mm -hmm. if you can go back in time what would you tell your younger self
3: (laughs) if i could go back in time i would tell my younger self that in my adult life you're going to be faced with a lot of adversities, but you're going to be able to overcome every adversity that you're faced with by renewing your faith and staying closer on him. I'm going to be very, very honest with you. One of the biggest trials that I've ever had in my life was the loss of my grandmother. Okay. When my grandmother departed this world to go to the other world, she taught me and gave me all of the le- all of the life lessons that i would need except for one she did not teach me how to live once she was gone yeah mm. as a result of that i struggled i didn't depress but i struggled because my grandmother was my support beam my grandmother was the person that i told everything My grandmother was very, very funny, but she was a modern-day Medea, And Don can tell you. She
1: didn't
2: play. Oh, yeah. She used to grab me up. uh, Sunday, if you walk past her in church, she would snatch you up on the walk back. And you better say something to me when you walk by me, boy.
3: So (laughs) she didn't play. But she gave me every life lesson. So the reality for me is that was the biggest trial that I ever had to deal with. I still breathe the loss, but I obtain yeah. the trouble. Okay. Because I renew my faith. Okay. And I realize that because of who I am and whose I am, I will see her again. Right.
2: That's right. All right. Yes, yes. All right. And that was question number two, number three.
1: That was
2: the last question i had baby. okay that was the last question all right and then the follow-up on my music i'm not sure if you definitely do have one but just is a quick one just to go back a little bit let's just come back a little bit in time from something that was said earlier now earlier you said that you you said no with strong emphasis behind it what is your take on the upcoming festivities that's supposed to be happening with 420, and what is your take on the movement that marijuana is now having in this day and age?
3: It's not my business. I don't care. I don't indulge. It has nothing to do
2: with me. Okay. Okay. And But people who... You may feel, or or people who you know who does indulge um, and dabble within Mm -hmm. it, you know, how do you conduct yourself with them? Like, how, I guess, being as their high and you're high on life, like, you know, do you guys, do you ever clash with any of these people?
3: No, I don't. I don't get involved. I mean, marijuana is just that. It's marijuana. I don't get involved. I don't smoke it. I would prefer it not be done around me. I don't care what anyone does when it comes to marijuana. The stronger drugs, the crack, the coke, the that other stuff like that. Okay. Those things I'll fight with you about. Okay. But when it comes to marijuana, you know, you hear everyone saying, oh, you know, they have whatever you know it's from the earth it's whatever whatever it's it is just that whatever I don't I don't get involved with those things
2: but if I find out
3: that you sniff coke or you smoke crack or whatever we might have a problem
2: yeah no (laughs) no, I don't think I have to indulge anything like that Ah. we might have a problem yes definitely um so I don't see music anymore.
1: Yeah. She kind of had technical difficulties, but thank you so much, Troy, for coming on and blessing us with your presence. It has been an amazing experience. And I
3: appreciate the invite just to give a little um, more, you know, again, you I'm getting in tune. Um, Life coaching is on Facebook at getting in tune. Um, we have a phone number as well, um, which is area code 678. 203-8033. You can reach me there. And um, we're on Instagram also at Getting into Life
1: Coaching. Okay. Yes,
2: yes. So. Yes, yes. And music, just to close it out, since you just rejoined us after your technical difficulties. Is there anything that you have to ask Troy before we wrap um, this up?
1: Yeah, can you repeat that number one more time?
3: It's area code 678-203. 8033.
2: Thank you. All right. And those who are interested, the description will definitely be released in all links on all social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, as well as everything else that we post this on. So feel free to go check out Troy and get your life together because we all need it. We all need somebody to talk to. Absolutely. And thanks for having
1: me. Not a problem. It was our pleasure.
3: I'd like to come back.
1: Oh, you definitely will. You definitely will. Trust me.
3: Thank you so very uh, much. We're gonna.
1: No problem. No problem. Before we go, we're gonna give our shout out real quick to Hollywood YSA. Make sure you check out his music. Uh, we're gonna give a shout out to IAS Music. They do dope live music reviews. Uh, they gave you know Don and I some love and helped us get some exposure on our music as well. Shout out to femalemcs.com and uh, at femalemcs underscore on on IG. They have the number one site for the indie female hip-hop artists. And also make sure you follow their teammate, General Taylor. His uh, IG is at General 2020. And make sure y'all tune in next week for Backpack Benny. We are going to have him on as a special guest next week.
2: All right. And then, guys, don't forget to follow, like, comment, and subscribe on Spotify, on Anchor, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on Pocket Podcasts, and so many more. Just, Just take my breath away to just name it all. But don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share to all your other friends. We also do definitely have live music reviews that are definitely coming up pretty soon. So don't forget to submit your music to our email. That is the Black Show Podcast. I'm sorry, the Black Show Show 1.0 at
1: At gmail.com.
2: Again, that is the Black Show 1.0 at gmail.com. Submit your music and um, tell us your story. And thank, thank you, you Troy.
0: Be safe. Happy pandemic. Yes.
1: yes. Thank you, Troy and music, for joining thank us. Thank you for having us. What's up? It's your girl, Queen Poetry, and you are now listening to Backpack Benny, Big Queens.
0: Yeah. Benny. Big Queens. Woo. Woo. I had to cut out the middleman Got two bitches on me, I'm middleman I got hard in the paint, he a little man When I roll up the dang it they little man I smoke a weed out of Russian cream I be taking my time ain't no rushin' me Niggas hate cause they know they can't fuck with me I be walking the windy, come to bleed Had to start reppin' my city I threw that shit on my sweater Now they go reppin' my city But only some fit the sweater I said, left you can walk with me I swear it don't get no better Oh, you niggas talkin' spicy I like my doubles with pepper I skipped a lot in Tri City, I'm the liniest nigga on leftist, I'm the best rapper in Queens, I eat a beat for breakfast. Big queens, big bag, big city, big cash, big race, big stash, got a big pretty bitch with a big ass big get money, so the big mad Big streets, big abs, big drip, big splash, got me yelling, big queens, not a big mad. Big queens, big bag, big city, big cash, big rakes, big stash. Got a big pretty bitch with a big ass. been getting money, so the big mad. Big streets, big abs, big drip, big splash. Got me yelling big queens, now a big mad. Keep the bendies in the backpack. Roll keef up with the abstract. Most of niggas, they be cat cap. Beat the pussy with my cat back. Pass a handy throw that back. Spend a couple racks at sack, sacks. All my niggas, they can match that. Don't hail Mary's catch that. Yeah, I hear my dance and they love it. I hit that shit roll like fuck it Bitch, I went there and ain't no glover. She a lady in the streets But she a freak undercovers I swear the pussy so good She showed me the mix, I a lover. Doing 90 down the band. Feeling mighty, I'm the man Might not even understand It all started with a brand. Got the money, never looked back If I wanted it, I took that Tell my homies, they gon' book that You will never get your book back Yeah Big Queens, big bad, Big city, big cash Big rakes, big stash Got a big pretty bitch with a big ass Big getting money, so the big man Big streets, big ads big drip, big splash Got me yelling big queens, not a big mad Big queens, big bad, big city, big cash Big race, big stash, got a big pretty bitch with a big ass Big getting money, so the big mad Big streets, big ass, big drip, big splash Got me yelling big queens, not a big mad